You can do it. Yes, you can. I'm Bree Pruitt. Help me understand your trouble, your struggle. I'll build you up. I'm Bree Pruitt. You're my buttercup. You're listening to You Can Do It with Bree Pruitt, the weekly pep talk podcast for all the things we struggle with. I'm your host, Bree Pruitt, coming to you live from the studio in Glendale, California. That's the traditional lands of the Tongva, Tatapiam, and Chumash people. I'm sending all my energy right now to you good and gentle listeners. Oh, good and gentle listeners. I hold you in my heart. Come on in the podcast. Come on in. Welcome, welcome. Have a seat on this brown, well-loved sectional couch. Wow, it's so comfy cozy. I think like 12 of us can get on this freaking huge brown sectional couch man this sure looks like it came out of a, a church's basement <laughs> where youth groups studied the bible and and wondered about their faith <laughs> on it mm, probably got up some shenanigans on the sectional anyway welcome to the episode everybody uh we've got a great episode we've got a great guest who came uh all, all the way <laughs> via zoom from new york you know, East Coast, Khalid Rockman. We were so excited to have him. He talked a lot about, I mean, he really imbued the episode and me with a lot of energy I just was not expecting, I was not ready for. So get ready, gird your dang loins, um, because we talk about how Khalid is out he- out cheer, even. <laughs> He's completely out. You know, our friends in New York, um, I, I, I believe most of the distribution of this podcast is West Coast US. I know I've got some I know I've got some friends in other parts of the globe. Thank you for supporting the show. I, I so appreciate you. Um, but I think most of us are are soft West Coasters. <laughs> and so this very East Coast energy coming for us in this episode. Um yeah, Khalid is, you know, getting back out there. He's doing a lot of stand-up. He's producing a great show um, in New York, Big Break Stand-Up, which you should definitely check out. You should also also follow this guy to uh, find out what's happening next. But he's out here, and he's trying to dodge grind culture, which, of course, you know, I'm always happy to support someone slowing down. But really, I got a lot from Khalid. He, he got maybe a, a modicum of, of support for me, too. Um and yeah, I, I do want to like a little trigger warning is, you know, Khaled is embracing this energy of like, let's get out back into our lives, you know, definitely antithetical from what I've been delivering in the podcast every week, you know, telling everybody to take their dang time, go at their own speed. But, you know, I have to say it was really refreshing to hear just a really assured statement that like we're okay this is okay this is safe or this is as risk um this is an experience that is for us we can handle the risks um yeah my trigger warning is just like for anybody who is at home because of chronic illness disabilities uh, your lives are super valid. <laughs> your, everything that people choose to do or neurodivergent, you know, you you are chronically ill, you spoony, you need to stay at home um, for parts of your life. It's fucking great. Or not to mention incarcerated people, you know, frankly, um, can have rich, meaningful lives and and do. So just saying that, I know there's a lot of talk coming out of Pando 
what it, you know, what freedom is and like what our lives are. And just for all of my, my gentle spoonies, my good and gentle listeners, even fucking able-bodied people who just don't want to leave your houses. I love you. I love you. Do you for sure. Um, if, if this energy from, uh, my guest can inspire you like it inspired me, I hope it does. I hope it is, um, enjoyable to you. What's happening? Well, friends, I am also getting ouchier and I think the freaking talking about it was really helpful to me. So I don't know how you dream or how you plan the future. I start with a little bit of imagination. So I was so excited when, um, you know, I'm starting to visualize what stand-up is looking like this fall. I'm glad I didn't rush into it. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of anybody else who who is resisting the rush. I don't feel rushed. That's for sure. Um, So what is happening is that I'm doing a bunch of shows in Portland. I'm doing four with Zach Toscani uh, on July 21st. August 5th, 6th, and 7th. And then I'm doing a solo uh, headlining. Zach might also might be there on Helium at 8-1 on uh, the 1st at sun- this coming Sunday. Oh, my God. If you're listening right now, get your tickets at heliumcomedypdx.com. Maybe that's the website name. I don't know. You know, it's Helium Comedy PDX in there somewhere. The other shows, you'll need to RSVP. You can do that by DMing me at Bree Pruitt. And you'll need to give me your email address and the number of people in your party and you'll need to pick up one of the shows. You know, two of the shows are in Southeast Portland. One is in Southwest. One is in Westland. So figure out your life. Come come, hang out with us. It's going to be fun. We're going to be loose. We're going to be a little wild and crazy. RSVPs are, are pouring in, frankly. I'm very excited to see so many of you. Um, I've got, you know, for the we're, – we're not publishing all the addresses because they're p- private homes, but – they're absolutely going to be a blast. I can feel it in my in my loins. You should bring whatever beverages and cannabis, frankly, that you want. Maybe not to Westland. Actually, maybe. I'm not sure. You know, I'm just <laughs> – it's funny. You know, cannabis is cannabis, but it's still southwest Portland. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In other news, non-Portland, non-503 news, L.A., I do have a show on the books. It is an outdoor show. It is August 14th. Come hang out. It's going to be a really lit party. Details to follow. Watch this space. Don't have any more info right now. But it's going to be a birthday party with DJs and probably some pretty fun shit going on too. So August 14th, that is the next time I'm going to be on stage. Got to follow me to get the deets. It's at Brie Pruitt. Let's get right into the ep. Um, I always start the ep with a rant. I always start with a rant just to balance my soft sweetness with a little fiery sriracha. It's a drizzle of sriracha all over the episode. Um, the first part of the rant is <laughs> starts with, y'all, Bob Odenkirk, you know, we love, we stand, light a candle for B.O., Bob Odie. Um, I love Bob. I think he's, I, I feel in my heart he's going to be okay. I, I am ranting about how, you know, we love him so much. <laughs> And he's just one of these comedians who has captivated like a lot of people, sort of like John Mulaney has become sort of like, we love him, please take care of him. And he's like kind of fragile. Um, And I 
just want to say, you know, Bob, you just do absolutely not need to do your own stunts in an action movie. You're 58 years old and you're an, you're a com- comedy legend. We don't need you doing your own stunts in action movies and then doing the sequel. That's just not what we need from you, Bob. We need, you know, we need you to cameo on Tim Robinson's I Think You Should Leave Season 2, which, by the way, is really, really good if you haven't seen it. And Bob Odenkirk's sketch is potentially the best one. That's right. I said it. That's what we need from you, Bob. (laughs) We don't need nobody the sequel now with more flying lotus kicks that's not what we bought a ticket to the odin kirk show for my friend we need you to sweat and have a coma over in the desert that's what we need okay that's the that's the rant one rant two it's two rants today because i needed i i i they were light topics you know do i have fire about these topics absolutely but it's it's less universal so i have a, a second rant today the rant is ben and jlo 2.0 i've mentioned it before on the podcast but it's really getting around right now and i have zero notes i have no complaints can you you could not <laughs> could you you could not you could not write a more poignant dark night of the soul and then third act glow up than like the last two years of Ben's life. Ben Affleck, the guy who was spilling, please reference the Troy Walker episode of You Can Do It With Bree Pruitt where we speak of Ben Affleck as a totem of bumbling goofiness and like kind of, you know, Troy was like describing Ben as like his inner negative self-talker. And here's Ben Affleck, the chump, the simp, (laughs) glowing up and capturing the heart of J-Lo, a goddess who walks among us. And J-Lo, obviously, getting the love she needs, you can literally see it on her face. She wasn't getting this love from a professional ba- baseball player. Former professional baseball player, I think. I don't know, sports. J-Lo is happy. She's she's glowing. I mean, the, the memes are absolutely hilarious because we all know what someone looks like when they've been dicked down appropriately. <laughs> we all know... What it looks like when um, a woman's needs are being met. You know, a woman is being listened to and worshipped as a goddess. She looks like J-Lo. Okay? Ben Affleck strikes me as the kind of guy who probably has hooked up with a lot of beautiful women, was not satisfied with them, and kind of needs a woman of all facets and, and, and womanhood that J-Lo can bring. You know what I mean? Ben strikes me as someone who it's like um, he's just like one of those those millionaire playboys, you know, types. And then he would like see a sex worker to just like listen to him and like scratch his back. 
That's who I think Ben Affleck is. And we are all J-Lo, you know. We all are just, we just want all that top shelf love. I'm projecting a little bit, but it's good stuff. We love it, Ben and J-Lo. 2.0. Uh, the fucking, the, the necklace she wore with his little name. This is what, this is what, this is what we're here for. This is what, I don't need a hot vac summer if I get just a little taste of this. I just need to know a little bit. I need one more kiss, kiss link, uh, uh, leak. I need a little paparazzi video of Ben and JLo. If it can be done in a merciful way that doesn't disturb them, please let it be by the end of the summer. Let us all let us all coast on the sex fumes as we as we deal with the variants. Oh God, please help us. Okay, rant over. I'm not doing a pep talk this week. I don't have the strength. I'm not feeling well. It's my podcast. I can do whatever I want. Okay, so we're we're getting into the episode soon. I'm going to share that I always pull a tarot card for my good and gentle listeners. I, I say good and gentle listeners, what do they need to know? Pull the card. Pulled the four of pentacles, a.k.a. the four of discs in the Rachel Drew, True Heart deck. I love Rachel True's four of pentacles translation. She's like, oh, it's about solitude. It's about, you know, kind of gathering your your resources and getting it together. Other classic, you know, interpretations of this card are like, this is about grounding and this is about getting your, sh- you know, feeling grounded because you have all of your, you know, your little treats around you, your resources. And I kind of like both of those. I think it's like, yeah, you build a little fort and you bring in all your resources and remember that all that stuff is there to like launch you to whatever you need next. So if you need to gather all your stuffed animals in the bed with you. <laughs> For like a really nourishing Friday night of regeneration and like a face mask. Let that launch you into like a really beautiful Saturday, right? But now we're in this in the Friday night. Now we're in the in the stuffed animal pile. Now we're in the what other kind of like cozy regenerative thing could you be doing? I mean, I just feel like spa night with stuffed animals seems like a great metaphor. Building a, a fort out of blankies. I'm choosing cozy things because that's what's regenerative to me. Some of you probably, you know, eat a freaking huge meal and let all those calories launch you into a tricathlon. Tricathlon? Ooh, boy. <laughs> Bree Pruitt, athlete, sports enthusiast, does not know what a tricathlon is. Doesn't it seems like I made it up? Cath? There would be yeah. You put a catheter in, and you ride a tricycle, tricathlon. Great. Um, the end of this intro is the astrology. You know, this is not an astrology podcast. Okay, it's absolutely not. It's a it's a pep talk podcast. But we do know that there's things going on in the sky. So astrologically, I can say it is Leo season. There was simply an Aquarius full moon days ago, which we talk about in our interview today with Khaled because he was talking about this freaking Leo take over the world energy. And I'm like, what about your weird pandemic Aquarius self? <laughs> 
and we we get into it heavy um it's a it's kind of a beautiful partnership it's yeah it's like how to be weird when you also want to be your like realist biggest proudest leo self complicated stuff i hope all of you take good care of yourselves as you're going through this season i'm gonna be back next week with a mini episode while i'm on tour in portland but right now it is time to listen to this conversation with Khalid rockman and we're back it's you can do it with brie pruitt i'm joined today by my guest Khalid rockman hey what's you like up? how i put a lot of stink on you know the kind of fluidity of your name it's beautiful musicality you pronounced it wonderfully Thank i'm you. Uh, very honored Rockman, you've got rock right in there. Musical, we love it. Um, yes. So you are coming to us live from the East Coast. You know, famously, I mostly have uh, West Coasters on this podcast, but thank you for working uh, with me. Hell yeah. To traverse um, time and space. We're breaking down this East Coast, West Coast beef. Right. We're ending it. The two of us with Tupac and Biggie couldn't accomplish, we're going to accomplish today, Bree. That's so funny. I Yeah, I thought you were talking about the famous West Coast, East Coast comedy, stand-up comedy beef, like the second tier comedian, <laughs> the comedian beef. <laughs> we were both announcing and resolving that beef um, in this yes, podcast. we've announced it and resolved it and we yeah. fixed it. Look at us. We fixed it again. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, we met right before the Pando uh, be yes. began um, at Butter Boy and in Brooklyn, and we discussed how we're both um, part of cities who have changed massively. My uh, Portland, Oregon changed so massively, and your Brooklyn mm -hmm. neighborhoods have changed so massively. Yes, and let's rewind. We met at Butter Boy after you crushed. Yeah! Oh, my God. You were SM. Oaken on stage. Oh my Thanks, goodness, man! Oh, I was I need so it. impressed, and also I was impressed because you know what? I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. We East Coast snobs. We think of West Coast comedians as mainly being not very punchline heavy. Soft. A lot of vibes, not a lot yeah. of punchlines. Yep. And yep. you are the opposite. You were like, bam, 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 bam. What's up? Boom, boom. Punchline. Boom, 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 boom. Live in New York. I feel like I would be so much better appreciated over there. I told Especially, you that you are a New York oh, comic. Man. man. Ah! Don't tell me this. I must move. It's um, so true. Especially the babes out in New York. I got to say like femmes in New York are punchy, you know, like yes. my faves, you know, Phoebe Robinson and Jamie Lee, you know, they cut their teeth yes. in New York. I love those babes. I'm also a huge Marsha Belsky fan. We got to get her on the pod soon. She was just on my yeah, I saw first that. time co-producing Big Break stand-up in Brooklyn every second and fourth Saturday at the Blue Book. Ooh, I was going to uh, say, promote it, promote it. Big Break yes, stand-up. In my opinion, I'm biased, but it is, I think, the hottest comedy show in New York City right now. I'll, I'll put us toe-to-toe -to -toe with anybody. We Damn. are catching bodies. We are so goddamn hot right now. We had another sold-out show last night, our second oh one, God. two for two. And everyone cooked. We we just only booked great comedians. And Belsky, oh, my God, she yeah. set it off on I the mean, first show. I'm sure this is a, you know, a, lot of, a lot of Portland audiences in, in the good and gentle listener pack know Marsha Belsky well from back in the day. Um, Hell yeah. So I'm sure it was an incredible show. Big break, break, big break stand up. And then what else are you yes. working on out there? So I am, uh, I've I know just you started doing, I just started doing voiceover. Thoughts. Oh, damn. Okay, cool. Yeah. I've been trying to get into voiceover for a minute. I told my agent, I was like, yo, send me some auditions, put me out there. Yeah. And then like her people were like, they gave me this whole um, uh, break, like a 
a voiceover aptitude kind of test wow. where I was like testing on like, you know, some basic dialogue and stuff. And they were like, oh, no, 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 you're not ready. You're not ready. You need to do more. You what? need to do a lot more right. study and you need to work on it and come back before we can send you out. I was like, okay. And I just went and booked a great voiceover steady gig by myself. <laughs> just, and I get to keep all the money. So like, I mean, I don't it know what to tell you guys. Agents. I don't know what to tell you guys. Sometimes they ain't right. Um, no, so yeah, yeah, I had this great. I had this, yeah, I got this great new gig uh, for this company called Himalaya. I'm okay. researching, writing, and recording uh, ten minute inspirational stories about <gasps> celebrities before they made it. Yeah, gorgeous. So far, so far, I've done Usain Bolt and Queen Latifah. <gasps> Icons. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah, Queen Latifah's story? Oh, you gotta, we gotta listen. You gotta, gotta, you gotta to get to Himalaya and okay, tune, okay, tune okay. in, baby. We gotta, okay, we gotta okay. promote the brand. Give me, like a, give me like one fun fact, though. Um, I she mean, ran a magazine. A fun fact. She said, I know a lot of fun facts about her. Um, okay, okay. But she has, she overcame some big time tragedy when she was first starting oh, wow. out, like personal tragedy. So, and she almost quit. Um, but she didn't. She but stuck she with it. So, and then she became yeah. royalty, she crowned right. queen. That's right. Um, well, that sounds fabulous. Himalaya, is it like an app that we would enjoy other facets of? What does it do? Oh, hell yeah. They've got audiobooks. It's um, oh, cute. It's kind of a, com a competitor for audible.com. Okay. In that same space. Who's even we heard of it? Have... I've only heard of Himalaya. Oh, of course. Uh, we, yeah. We're like Team Himalaya over here, like West yeah. Coast all the way. Um, so, but if you. You can get the app, you can get it online, and cool. it's great. We also have audiobooks. We do original content, which is part of the, the whole initiative I'm, I'm doing with the uh, inspirational stories. And it's a, it's a dope platform. Cute. I love it. I, I think um, I'm, I'm always trying to find sort of the new, because it seems like all these podcast uh, companies are kind of cannibalizing each other, and it's kind of cool to be independent. The good and gentle listeners know. I'm not, you know, there's no intermediary between my voice and what they're hearing right now. I, you That's know, right. I keep it all in house. Avoid the, uh, the, the censorship, you know? That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The lame media. Um, well, that all sounds so good. I'm, I'm really excited to send people to go see Big Break stand up in New York. In what part of New York are you in? We're in Brooklyn. Oh. Okay. BK all day. Uh, so get over there and you're going to want to <laughs> follow. And where can me and my good and gentle listeners show up for you on the internet? Oh, they can follow me at Khalid says uh, on Instagram. Yeah, that's where I be. Cute. I like that um, handle. And you're not, you're like, Twitter's not for me. Twitter, man. I hate Twitter. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. An unpopular opinion alert. Uh, but I can't stand that evil, evil website slash app slash whatever it is. It's yeah. terrible. Uh, I, I'm very much resentful of it because it helped Trump rise to power. <laughs> That's like one of my big, <laughs> big holdups with Twitter. What a and, great uh, bone to pick with a social media platform. <laughs> straight up, straight up. Yeah. No, if he doesn't have Twitter, he does not ever become president. I, I'm convinced of it. Wow, this is yeah. a, a smart take, frankly. A take that would probably not do well on Twitter.com. No, would yeah. not. People on Twitter.com would be up in a tizzy about it. Yeah. Well, good for you. Stay out of those toxic spaces, frankly. All of you at Absolutely. home and listening. I'll leave uh, alone. Here. Yeah, stay away. Well, this is, um, you know, not a place to discuss alternate timelines from 2016 on. <laughs> it's a place for me to give you a pep talk. And um, so now is the time when I ask the question I ask all my guests. How can I build you up, Buttercup? I mean... Uh, your boy has been trying to re 
uh, engage with stand-up comedy in a way that is not toxic and hurtful. Um, so I've been endeavoring to stop grinding the way I was pre-pandemic. Uh, so far, not as successful with that aspect because I'm doing a lot of shows. Yeah. Uh, but what I am doing in, at the same time is intentionally scheduling a lot of fun time and vacation time in addition to stand-up so I don't feel like I'm a machine who's just doing stand-up and not enjoying my life. And that has been a struggle, but one that I'm, 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 I'm winning, I think. I love I- – so t- traditionally, when someone shares a struggle on the podcast, I say, I love this for you, or I say, I hate this for you, but I love this for you. I love that you're mm. going out of the city and um, regenerating. You got to tell. So what are your vacation and fun times schedule oh, look, look like? Your boy has so been out be here. here. <laughs> I've been out here traveling our uh, land okay oh, traveling all traveling of our land our land yeah. yes our troubled land as you guys might have seen in the, in the news <laughs> recently i've been yeah. traveling our troubled land i have been to miami twice this year what um, yes i've been to denver for a week my Wonderful. first time in in denver was awesome i went to the top of the top of the highest mountain in, in america you get that uh, uh altitude uh sickness nope nope you i was it. good I was, I was huffing and puffing. I'll tell you what. Every time yeah. I go to Denver and I'm walking around, I'm like, I'm fat, man. Like I'm, <laughs> and then I'm like, no, 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 no. Well, yes, but also, you know, but it feels like I just ate Thanksgiving or something, you know? Yeah. If you're not from there, uh, if you don't have like your home base there, you're gonna get the thin air is gonna mess with you. Yeah. You yeah. just gotta take it easy. Okay. So Miami, Denver, man, this is these are our troubled lands. <laughs> uh, yes. I just got back from Virginia. Yeah. I was in Spotsville, Virginia, not too far away from uh, a place where they do reenactments from the Civil War. Yeah. Uh, and it is a troubled land. Uh, wow. I was there for four days. I went to a lake. My lady friend um, has a, a lake house. Her family has a lake house there. Heck so yes. I was just I was in the water. I was uh, in a hammock. I was in a hammock smoking yeah. weed quite a bit. What, in um, Virginia? Was, hell yeah. That was dope. Um, <laughs> what else, great. man? I was... Is You're healing really the well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Eating really well and just like enjoying my time, getting to know her family. It was so sweet. Just so, so needed. Next weekend, I'm going to Long Beach, Long Island to like a nice little getaway with a, a lady friend as well. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to Denver again as soon as I get back from that trip. Ugh. Your boy is traveling. I, 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 here's the thing. Uh, I didn't have vacations for nine years. Right. I did not take a okay. non-comedy trip for eight to nine years, and I'm yeah. catching up on all of it this year. I'm like, screw that. I got to enjoy life. Very relatable sentiment, I think, for many comedians. I myself have made time to travel for non-comedy. Um, I just took a trip, but it was like a road trip. Um but yeah, it's so needed. Well, that's what, you know, the, the people at home, you know, probably might not know is that when we're grinding, there's no time to do anything, but this, yep. you know, you use all your spare time to build on your reputation, your skill set, um, yep. And there just really is not time to do anything else for leisure, but good for you. It's essential. It's so, oh my God, I cannot stress it's how It's the long it game. Is. I did not realize all that I was missing out on yeah. until I started doing it. Like uh, I'm, I'm now very regretful in a way that I was so dogged about only doing comedy and only grinding and working yeah. hard because I would have got, my comedy would have been much more rich and, and full 
from having life experiences. Yeah. And I, I already have new material just from the trips I've taken so far. Yeah. Um, and I just feel better. So like now I don't have a, this toxic competitive um, attitude about comedy. Now my only goal in, com in stand-up comedy is to get funnier every time. So whether that's adding a tag here, working yeah. on, on my pacing, working on like my physicality, that is a project I'm working on. I don't care about the industry. I don't care about doing another late night set. I don't care about yeah. a Netflix special. I don't yeah, care you about getting fans. This to me. I love it. I only want to make people hurt from laughing. That's my uh. only goal. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want that. I want those I want those belly laughs. I want people to come up after me. After the show, I want people to come up and be like, yo. Yeah. That's the that's what I want. Other than like that, and every, once you get that accomplished, I think the other things begin to take care of themselves. And if they don't professionally, you know at least that yeah. you have the goods and that you have something that people would kill to have. Hell yeah, dude. Oh my God. So, so many good, so many good things in there. Um, so let me ask, as reopening is happening, how mm -hmm. are you resisting grind culture as it rears its ugly head, you know, because I know it's coming back for me, it's coming back. And, yes, yes. and for me, it's like the scroll, right? Yep. I'm in the oh, scroll. I don't do it. I don't scroll. Woo! Okay, great, great. I don't baby, 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 let me tell you something. Let me yeah. tell you something. Let me learn. Let me learn you something. Yeah. Tell I'm gonna learn you something right now. Do not scroll on social media. Everyone listening, do not scroll on social media. If if you have any kind of issues with com competition or jealousy or anxiety yeah. in your industry, especially, sure, if you're just messing around on social because you're like a person who doesn't even care about entertainment or any of this stuff, you just want to have a little fun, sure. Yeah, if you you're in fun. the yeah. entertainment business and you see your friends in that same business on social, any business, actually, yeah. it's any business. Yeah. You will compare yourself and comparing or, is despairing. I am rhyming today. Hey, that's the classic therapy line. We're very pro uh, therapy tropes up here. In therapy, yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Therapy Hell gang. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, um, therapy gang. Hell yeah, therapy gang. Um, the, <laughs> the, <laughs> bang, bang, therapy gang. No, no, bang, no. Bang, bang, no therapy gang. What's no, up? No triggering. <laughs> we don't like it. Um, okay, so... Oh yeah. Okay. So, oh fuck. What was I just going to say? Oh no. Marijuana gang. Oh, it strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> what did you Marijuana just say? Gang. Right before oh, this. Oh, the, just oh, like oh, oh, we were talking about different scrolling. industries that were impacted mm -hmm. by scrolling, but I, I think everything you said, like somebody who's yeah. competitive or has anxiety about any damn thing, scrolling yes. is only going to exacerbate it. And probably everyone is yeah. feeling a way about socializing right now. And we yep. were all probably scrolling hella hard when we were having the pandemic lockdown moment, feeling hella isolated and needing to, um, you know, make that connection. And I, yes. that's my defense of my social media use is like, well, I need to see my people, but we, well, you're we right. have to see our people, but we also, uh, people, we're going to have to put on our big boy pants and our big girl pants give them a call. and start seeing people in person. Well, I'm a little scared still, but I hear you there. And yes, I understand. You're right. We gotta, we I'm gotta getting... leave our apartments. We gotta leave our apartments, Bree. We gotta leave our apartments. I'm, I hate to break it to you. We have to leave our apartments. We <laughs> cannot become mole people. Human beings are social animals. We need this to get back to life. Is the East Coast energy I needed on yeah, the babe, pod? Babe, you don't, babe. It's all bro. about in person, babe. <laughs> babe, it's all about in person, babe. Bro, this is like <laughs> this is so huge. Um, babe, babe, you gotta go outside. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, one thing I did want to bring up is that competition piece of like yeah. you, you, the FOMO, you see people like, you're like, why wasn't I invited to do that show? Why am I not out? Yep. And I always try to bring this piece in that I've talked to many people on this podcast about is like, there's a, there's the, there's this thing when you like block everything out though, that I don't want to engage with, which is just like, okay, I'm just going to mute this person. They just got booked on a TV show. I'm just going to mute them because I can't handle the like feelings that come up for me. Like I do emotions. that. I'm well, big let on me that. tell you, let me tell you like, that's fair. And like manage your emotions the way you need to. But I think there's, you miss some stuff and mm. you miss seeing the path of like how they got there and that could be useful to you. Mm. So, so I think it's like, don't scroll on a tender day. Don't mute just because it's a tender day. But like, mm -hmm. if you can look at it, do. Here's my, here's my, my thought on that. <laughs> okay. uh, I'm going to have to go ahead and disagree, Bray. Can I disagree? Can I disagree? I love, uh, I, love <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So um, I feel that if you are on Ooh, social media. I statements. Therapy yes. gang. Yeah, yeah. Therapy gang. What, what? Uh, if there is anyone in your feed, in your timeline, who makes you feel negative feelings, whether it's anger, jealousy, yeah. despair, competition, yeah. all these things, if you feel negative about these things, mute that person. You do not need to be pocket watching them. You don't need to be comparing yourself to them. You can, you can be happy for them without yeah. having to engage with their success. I'm with that. You don't also have to yeah about another point you mentioned that that watching their journey could be helpful to you. I could not disagree more because wow. everyone's journey, everyone's journey is completely unique. Yeah. And even if they even if there's similarities, there are there is so much luck involved. There's so yeah, much yeah, yeah, like yeah, this luck. person happened to be in this place at the right time. But there are and moves too. There's moves, absolutely. But there's moves and luck. There's moves in luck. And there's you can't people, put I mean, it all on yourself. But your, you know? own, your, your own career is um, so unique and different just because of the way you've done things that people don't even know about how you write and how you socialize and all these things. So I yeah. think it's dangerous to think, well, uh, Beth Stelling, you know, she first, you know, did this thing and then she was over here with these people. And then, hey, I should I do the same thing. Voila, I'm no, in no, the no, same no, spot no, no, she's no. in. No, I think no, it's no, not no, no. it's not a healthy. No, no, no. It's not a healthy right. thing to think like, let me, let me let me copy moves. Let me I copy agree. these moves. I, I agree that following someone's path is a terrible idea. Absolutely agree. You know, yes, all the journeys through the industry are snowflakes um, mm -hmm. in that they're unique to each other. But I do think that I think there's value in seeing what's going on in the industry. Like, you know, for example, you know, maybe a certain festival that used to have some prestige is now sure. just kind of letting in whoever. And so huh. maybe it's like, okay, maybe I don't need to stress about this festival anymore. Or yes, that or, is a or thing. there's a festival that's been. I'm not going to name names here. Well, can There's I can festival. I say one? Yeah, yeah. Before okay. you go any further, let me say one thing to the people who are listening. I'm sure you have some comedy people listening. Yeah, maybe. Uh, these comedy festivals are a scam. <laughs> don't do them. They suck. They don't help your career at all unless you're invited to one where you don't have to apply. So do not feel bad about anything associated with the comedy festival. All it is is a fancy time Man, to go are, and do a show takes. somewhere. Yeah. I think you should get on Twitter, actually, because. Our ways. 
<laughs> you got hey, dates. festival promoters, go screw yourselves. You're a bunch of thieves, and I don't like you because I've been taken, and it's never going to happen again. But okay. I'll bump. I have plenty of we did we can agree to disagree here oh my I'm god i'm starting the, beefs the right beef now starting. <laughs> <laughs> i'm starting beefs with other industries right now we started it's gonna be like a beef parabola where we start at the beginning where there's no beef the beef and then it will be resolved by the end okay so what you need to hear is that i would not be in los angeles if it weren't for uh festivals because i think a small a mid-level city needs mm -hmm. a festival to get comedy fans together in a community it mm -hmm. needs to build community within the comedians and it needs the comedians to meet those like lateral bigger city comedians who will let them feature for them etc um you know your girl for sure met casting directors and stuff and i thought me uh you know a uh, uh, ugly duckling like me on tv one day and they said yes come to los angeles and have they put me on tv you know no but i <laughs> I've shook so many hands, followed so many free bottles of water. Let me tell you, if you ever want to come to Los Angeles, you'll get some free water. I'll tell you. Girl, what. you got you you getting that that you getting that Perrier? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me that. I'll take it flat. Wait. I'll take it sparkling. I'll take an iced coffee. It's very Brie, good. I, yeah. I, I would respectfully uh, disagree. Uh, because someone like you, who is so talented and so goddamn wow. natural, funny on stage, would have naturally gone to a big city no matter what happened with a festival or not. If you want to go to a big no, city and you're I'm talented, you, you will just go. I'm telling you, dude, I was I was festering. I was, you know, I was festering in poverty in Portland, and I did not see the path. I did not see the path out of that city. This is this is amazing to me. This because is amazing you to me because you are a city kid and you no. Here's here's why this is amazing to me. The resources were just available to you. No, no, no. This is amazing to me because this is America, and America <laughs> tells uh, young white people that they can do whatever they want. So the fact that you were only a few hundred miles away from your goal, and you were like, "L.A. It's I so know. far. How would I possibly get there?" is insane to me. I was it's too insane. I was too mixed. If I had been slightly whiter, they would have given me the blueprints and the keys to the city and then I would have been yes, taken yeah, yes, straight yes. straight to the top, straight to the water tower at Warner Brothers and just uh given a sitcom. Well, but, I'll tell you what. Yeah. You would have had the confidence to get a, a, a Southwest a, ticket. I tell you that much. Yeah, I tell you that much. That's yeah. what would have happened. <laughs> well, dang, this is so interesting to me. Um it's all so good. Okay, you're you're not scrolling. I loved that. I loved that detour. Anti. Oh, I wanted to share just one just one perspective, which is like I got derailed from making a lot of times when people on this podcast talk about, you know, uncomfortable, uncomfortable with that comparison piece. Like I like to offer the idea that you can flip comparison into collaboration. And what I mean by that is like, yeah, maybe you see someone and you're like, it gives you feelings. Maybe that can direct you to the idea that you really like this comedian. And like, maybe it's giving you feelings because it's like inspiration. And maybe you can connect with that person because they're giving you similar vibes. And that's mm -hmm. how I've met some beloved com comedy friends. I'm like, damn dude, I fucking pick up what you're laying down. I, you know, I, and I think like you saw me go on stage, you really liked me. I'm very different than you and my perspectives are different. If I was very similar, do you think you would have had the same experience? Uh, probably you not. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. That's healthy. I feel like, yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely a, a space to keep the, 
your industry in your social media life and to definitely stay abreast of everything that is happening. Uh, yeah, but right. if you start to notice patterns within yourself about people who trigger you and yeah, make sure. you feel like not your best self, you got to do yourself the favor mute and the gift certainly. of muting because certainly. it's like it, they, they don't they're not going to miss you. They're not going to miss you no. not seeing what they're doing. Uh, and it's going to help you a lot. I, I always try to remember, too, that you might be a friend of somebody's, but you may not be in their audience. Yes, yes, and yes, yes. Why would we be, you know, in, you know, like there's certainly friends that we have where we don't need to buy their work. You know, yeah, they're we don't need to buy a ticket. Yeah. Yes. It's great. Um, do you know about the nap ministry? I do not, but I want to know about it. It is an Instagram account. And I advocate for the following of the nap ministry because so many of us scroll. Now you, you'd have to go there specifically to get that reminder, but the rest of us were scrolling and then we see the nap ministry and we're reminded that grind culture is totally toxic and, you know, must be eradicated and lay the, lay the fuck down, you know? Now, what is in that ministry? What is it? Oh, uh, it's an Instagram account. Uh, it's uh, a woman who has, um, you know, just like created art and um, studied the negative toxic aspects of grind culture. And ah. she just like puts like, um, you know, art uh, words to live by on an Instagram account and a soothing yellow. And it will it will make your life very good. Oh, I like that. I yeah. Like um, she's she's a black woman and kind of focuses like the audience is like, especially black women need to resist yep. grind culture and relax. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a very, very good resource for everybody to follow. And I mentioned it a lot on this podcast. I've been good mostly about not getting into the grind culture. The one aspect that I did not succeed with recently, uh, and this really, it really got me back on track because I had to like take stock of myself when this yeah. happened. I would get really um, touchy and sensitive about booking stuff, okay. about booking issues, right? Before the pandemic. And then I noticed during when the pandemic was going on, I wasn't doing stand up. That anxiety just wasn't in my life because there wasn't any shows to be booked. And as soon as like things started opening up, especially indoor, oh boy, a lot of that like competition and bitterness hmm. and kind of anger around booking came up and like feeling like um, almost entitled. Oh boy, I had a, a meltdown with wow. a bar show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Had a little bit of a meltdown, yelled at them on Instagram via DM, and immediately knew I was in the wrong. Immediately felt bad <laughs> about it. Uh, oh my God. But that was a really good wake up call like, hey, you're not done with this issue. You got you to gotta focus on it. I think, and I, I'm so glad that it did, that experience didn't make you fall apart either because you were like, oh no, this is in progress. It's directing me to something that is not done, which oh, is fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm like actively trying to just be a more patient person and be a person who's not so focused on those like, I don't know, trappings of success with it. And these, these little trappings of success within the business. Oh, I'm booked on this show that's really good or I'm doing this and this is what the cool kids are. Like those are things I'm actively still working on mentally to try to like avoid those negative those deals, you know? Yeah. Is it helping? Is it like it's it's helping to focus on it and know what's an issue is helping yeah. a lot. Um, and the, the little, 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 uh, 
little steps I take, like the thing where I mute people if I'm getting any jealousy, yeah. that's helping a lot. Not scrolling and not letting myself even scroll on social. I get in, post my stuff, and get out. Uh, I waste so many hours in on social media that I'm like, I got to cut it back. So if I'm in there, I'm doing business, and then I'm getting out because I can't, I can't scroll. Yeah, because you're doing business IRL. You'll, you're socializing IRL. You're not yeah. focusing oh, yeah. on this like world anymore, which I'm out here. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's the other reason that it's really unhealthy for people to like be scrolling and spending so much time because they've been inside. You're, they're losing their social graces. People, yes, I don't no, know if certainly. you've been outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. but people are messed up right now. Yeah, yeah People yeah. are forgetting to all their pleases and thank yous. They're forgetting about being like having manners with with like uh, wait staff. I, I've talked to people in retail. They said it's never been worse. He, customers have that. never been more unpleasant because they forgot how to talk to people from being inside too long. You know what I was really worried about the most is I was worried about people being awkward and just being awkward and being fearful. But what mm-hmm. I forgot is that people will be rude fucking animals. And yes. that, and yes. manners are so important to me that that's what I am. That's my chief concern when I leave the house, you know, is like, OK, yep. I just need to make everybody comfortable and valued. And, and then, you know, and I and then I say something weird to someone, you know, and, and it's like yep. I was trying too hard to be kind. And then I sound weird. Not the problem, not the issue, mm-hmm. <laughs> not not the mm-hmm. issue going forward. Wow. Totally. Yeah, I've read a couple of articles about um, people in restaurants staying, saying it's the worst ever. And I've observed it too, just really? going out and about around the country. I've observed some really like impatient, unkind behavior in the retail and uh, industry, especially. They're really bearing the brunt of it. So, again, people, we got to get back outside. We got to start meeting people in person who are our trusted ones. We got to trust these vaccines that we freaking rammed into our bodies. Yeah, we do need And those. Yeah, get trust. back to life. Because uh, it's not healthy to be trying to cancel everybody every 10 minutes on Twitter because we are bored and we don't we have nothing else to do. I really Woo! think that's what's happening. Hot you takes, baby. Such, I'm coming in hot today. They're such good. T- they're really they are like medicine for probably for definitely for me. And also, yep. I think for people who are listening to this podcast, because all I've been telling, you know, my good and gentle listeners, like they're they're kind and giving mother is that they can wait as long as they want inside and wear a mask for as long as they want. No. And I do believe that <laughs> daddy's here to say something different. But your loving mother says you take exquisite care of yourself. And if that means staying inside for the rest of your life, please do. Um. <laughs> see this, see Bree, you're gonna ruin our society. Okay, this is turned to a Fox News show now. You're ruining our society with your West Coast liberal values. True, it's true. <laughs> Me you and, and my, your Bay Area nonsense. My fucking I'll tell you pagan what. witch shit. I mean, it's true. Yeah, I'm very gentle with. Um, you know, I do want this to be a very safe space for like soft ass people, and I believe this. I believe that's needed. That's what I'm yeah. doing here on the planet. Um, But this perspective is really like because you're coming with so much logic, you're coming in with so much like love and that this is a place of love. Yeah, this is the thing we on the left have been all about. Listen to the science, follow the doctors, do what they say. The second the doctors and scientists suggest something that pushes us outside of our sensitive little bubble, we're like, no, 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 no. I'm listening to Facebook. What well, is I'll wrong with us? What, one thing that the scientists are not t- really speaking to us is exactly what you said, all that sociological shit, which is like, yeah, we mm-hmm. do need to speak to each other in order to like run society 
and it's good for our brains to connect with each other. Um, yeah, I think. Yes, there's I mean, a LA, lot of costs. L.A., there's so much spread, right? People mm -hmm. are so isolated to because the city is so spread out. Y'all are living on top of each other in New York, you know, so yeah. like community um, community mindedness, I think, is more New York than anything else I can think of, you know, so. Absolutely. I mean, y'all are damn near like Seoul or Tokyo um, with, yes. you know, the, the amount of kind of, yeah, community that you have. Mm -hmm. Man, fuck this place. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you just don't belong there. You got to come out here. I don't know what you're doing. You got to you got to come to I where the people are rolling deep with the punchlines and the clubs are ready for comedy. I'm so soft, though, and I'm going to need to be well insulated you know if i ever make it out there i'm gonna need my people real close i'm gonna need yeah. all yeah i'm gonna need uh a lot i'll of be your people wait great people. i love it i'm gonna need a lot of weighted blankets in my home you know just i'll show you all the good places to go i'll show you where you can get your kombucha yeah. i'll show you where you can get your oat milk and <laughs> you're gonna be i'm gonna get well, you some blankets it's gonna be great I mean, I think all West uh, West Coast to New York City transplants know that the bodega is like every Whole Foods that you've ever been to. I wh when was that that they made that change where it's like, oh, you want your tofu, you want your oat milk, you want your freaking kombucha probiotics? I, I'll tell you, it was when young white people moved in. Yeah, sure, right. <laughs> Which is about about fifteen years ago. <laughs> Things are changing. It was during the um the big gulp banning the big gulp. Uh, phase oh oh when we had daddy uh daddy yeah. bloomberg in daddy charge. Bloomberg. Yeah. yeah yeah daddy he, bloomberg taking care of our health <laughs> no big gulps and you better eat some tofu and kombucha he did he did he made that's us nice. that's fine um okay well geez I, I i'm so stoked for you because i think that i don't know man you're like you're like using anything negative that comes up to either you're doing two things. I'm, I'm hearing two tactics, either direct you to what still needs, you know, work like this Instagram tantrum. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Or directing Epic. you to something that needs to go, 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 which is like you're scrolling and your social media habits, which mm -hmm. I mean, that's really that's really great. I mean, I think a lot of us are using this rationale. Well, myself, let me just like take ownership of the sentence, which is that <laughs> I am using the rationale of uh not leaving the house um, as like, I need social media to connect with people. Um, but yeah, daddy yeah. says, get out here. <laughs> yeah, get off, get, guys, uh, step away from your computers and your phones and go outside and look at, look at a person and, yeah. and breathe some fresh air. It's not healthy to be inside. People are getting freaking weird. I have friends who are not leaving their apartments and they're, they're mole people now, they're weird. I had a friend greet me the other day. I saw him for the first time in a year. Yeah. He goes, greetings, greetings. No, I like no one it. says greetings. I no like one it. says greetings. Let him be. Let him be. <laughs> I, I say like that shit, let it go. I mean, that's going to be like yeah. eight months of greetings and <laughs> shit like that. I'm trying to remember what I said. I met uh, my boyfriend's oh my friend God. for the first time and I like looked at him through the car and I think I like touched my heart instead of, cause we're not shaking, you know? So I like touched my heart and I said something like, I hope the day is good to you. <laughs> something like that, truly. Go truly, outside, Bree. you gotta go truly. outside. You gotta be people and go outside. It's very I, important. As, as you know, I'm from Portland, Oregon. So being bizarre is my culture also. Um, so like, yes. So like, I, I disagree. I think everybody can be as weird as they want, but you're probably right that we do need the vitamin D on our skin. 
We do need the fresh air in our lungs. And yes. as you say, we do need to speak with people. And we got to move our bodies. Like uh, the average American, the average American has gained uh, 20 pounds in this time. And, and you know what? Yeah, you know I, what? That's, yeah. you know what? I, I think we should all be into our bodies, yeah, but we okay. should also be taking care of our bodies. Yeah. Like body positivity doesn't mean ignore anything that is detrimental to your body because well, everything is chill. Okay. Just a second. Now we're I sitting must, on our couches. I must we're, we're, push languishing. Back. we're languishing. We're languishing. I must push we're back. We're languishing. No, we're soothing and taking care of ourselves in a very traumatic time, right? So many people were restricted to their home. I think food is a very self-soothing place. This is a safe space for fat people. We're not body positive. We're fat liberationists. And Ooh, okay, the thing okay. is, you know, eating and weight stigma and things like that, those are really bad for our health. The fatness um, may or may not be bad for our health. We don't have uh, as much uh, information. And, you know, please refer to previous episodes of this podcast where I like notate and, and, um, and things like that. But what I am telling people is that if you, I, I think shame about bodies is one of the factors that is keeping people from resuming their lives, certainly. And sure. I think like, let's beat that shame for sure. People's bodies are going to come back um, naturally diets don't work. They are, you know, diets usually, do not work. They're usually shame-based. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Take care of our bodies, but let's not try to lose weight. Let's just resume our, our beautiful I, movements. I think yeah. that the weight that we have all gained is not a uh, good or bad thing. It is a sign of how we've been living. And I think the way we're living has to begin to change because we cannot just stay in the house all the time. Um, I, we got to get outside. We got to move our bodies because moving your body also makes you feel good. And then those endorphins are real. That runner's high is real. The breathing of air and like doing exercise is a thing that just like is been used by so many people All to right, combat this is too depression. Much. <laughs> this is a lot. This is this is what we need to do. We need to get out there no, and get stop. back to our lives. Reclaim your lives. This is, this is so now much. a Fox News show. Reclaim so your much. freedom. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Hannity. Um, I'm going to come down to like a nine. Um, no, no, no. Don't move. Listen, good and gentle listeners. Don't move if don't you don't move want your body. To. I love you. Stay still. Stay still. Get under that weighted blanket. Um, how it's long so are we gonna do funny. that? How it's long so are we funny. gonna do this? <laughs> as long as it takes. I, I, oh I don't my think God. I don't think there's any um I, I I think trauma is real, you know, and I don't think it like running helps trauma. It might make you get endorphins back in your body, which could like help build that like dopamine load or whatever, but yeah. That's it's short lived. Oh, one thing I was going to ask you, we need to wrap up fairly soon. But one thing I was going to ask you is like you go on a trip. Yeah. And then you come back to the city, mm -hmm. back to the grind, back to producing the greatest show in Brooklyn. Right. That's the thing, though. I'm not back to the grind in my mind. I'm okay, back. Okay. I'm back performing, but how I'm, I'm you, making I'm holding space. Yeah, I'm holding space for fun and relaxation within what I'm doing. So now I do little things. Right. So like, yeah. let's say I have, a, I have a one show night. Right. I will call the producer and I'll volunteer to go first because no one ever wants to go Cute. first because they're freaking wimps. And because I love to go first because I'm going to heat mean. it up no matter no matter yeah. what's happening. Oh, you go, I know you're going to heat it up. I've we're seen gonna, you heat it up. We're going to fight over bullets when I move to New York. That's right. We're going to fight <laughs> over the bullets because guess what? Also, when you go first, you can leave. Yes. So uh, I will schedule I will schedule comedy to go first. A service and, and a gift. And then afterwards, guess what? I'll meet up with somebody and we're going to have a nice time as human Cute. beings without comedy. So that's one of my one of my, one of my little little tactics I use. Another I one, that. I always make sure I have fun things on the horizon. 
the horizon is always filled with vacation and yeah. fun and relaxation. So when I'm working, I'm working towards something, right? That's yeah. that reward after the hard work is done. You're a Virgo. Oh, you know it. Hell yeah. August 28th, 1977. Oh. Butterfly Kala, baby. <laughs> What's up? What's up? <laughs> I'm guessing Virgo rising, Virgo sun, but you don't, we don't even need to go into it. It's just yeah. a guess. Um, but it's, it's, yeah, I don't mean to blow up your spot, but um, very Virgo vibes to schedule out your fun, to have something baby, to look forward to. <laughs> I have to. I, ha- baby, I, I have it. to. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. I know when my next fun is coming, okay? In addition yeah. to knowing when my next set is coming. And I'm going to have fun on stage too, right? So I think that that's the key is like you go back, you have to go back on your own terms. And that, can, that has to be include self-care, as mm-hmm. a, which is a phrase that we use on, our, on this podcast, I assume, okay? Oh, certainly. Yes. So that's, that's a big part of it. Gorgeous. Yeah, I, I feel I, I know I'm sure so many people are familiar with that feeling of like you you kind of unwind in your body and then like constricts really tightly again, all your nerves. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. Pain in the body returning. Yeah, it's it's rough. Well, this is really beautiful. Thank you for sharing this process with us. I'm sure. Um, yeah. I mean, like I said, this perspective absolutely needed from my audience. Hot takes, baby. Bring in the hot takes. Just call me Stephen A. Smith. (laughs) Hot takes. (laughs) Yeah, shout that at him on the streets of of New York. Um, Hell yeah. yeah, Everybody should definitely uh, check out Khalid Rockman at um, Big Break. Big Break Stand Up. Stand Up. You can follow that. The show has its own uh, Instagram, right? It's at Big Break Stand Up on Instagram. Who Who else hosts that with you? It's me, Gabe Pacheco, and Carolyn Castilla. Oh, the stars. Well, we love it. Um, yeah. And then you're also just performing all over the place, but not when you have one show a night, because then you're going up first and going out to That's dinner. right. I'm uh-huh. at Khalid Says. I got all my dates on my story every day and also on my website. Oh, my God. Okay. This is fabulous. So at, at the end of our conversation, I like to put some magic on it, you know, because I'm kind of a Hell witch. Yeah. You know, I'm from the I'm from the West. <laughs> so let me bring you some witch witchness yeah. from the from the West. Um, my witchness is going to be just because we talked about this a lot. And just because I think that I need to bring some of my roots from Portland to you, this mm-hmm. Aquarius full moon that we are on, Uh-oh. you know, this is Uh-oh. not. This is not an astrology podcast, but I know what's going on up in the sky and it's an Aquarius full moon. <laughs> so I'm going to ha- I'm going to bring a little of this Aquarius full moon energy to you. And Aquarius is, you know, they're the goofballs. They're the eccentrics and they're really good with that weirdness. So mm. I'm just going to say like whatever whatever Aquarian placement you have in your own self in your chart, Aquarius is lurking somewhere. Let that dude be the messenger to meet the person that you were your most weird and Khalidness during the height of your isolation, you know, when you were like talking to yourself, when you arranged, you know, your, your dolls and your, and you had a tea party, (laughs) you know, just like when you were the most yourself and the most kind of like unacceptable to society, just like a message, just like build like a little, you know, tin can rope, messaging system to that dude to like yeah. join you in this moment where you're out here you know so oh yeah just a dialogue between those two dudes oh they're in they're in constant uh good contact. supported Absolutely. by uh the 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 aquarius energy that's happening right now 
Hell yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Because yeah, we want the socially acceptable version of all of us, but we also want to be in communion with this like kind of amazing gift of ourselves during the pandemic when we were like, you know, truly um, distilled. Hell yeah. Okay, great. Very wise. Very wise. I'd like that. (laughs) Just a little, <laughs> just a little gift to take you on your way. You, you know, you that's gift. what I'm doing it. here on the Pep Talk podcast. Well, this is in progress. You're killing it. I'm so excited to take, like, basically take this energy from you and 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 share it. Um, yeah, thank you for being here and being in community with me. I can't wait to do comedy with you, and I think it's gonna be soon. I feel it. I feel it too. I feel I love that for you, and I feel it for you. Okay, so I thank want you, you to, I want you to follow that path, follow that that yearning. I feel extremely uh, pep talked by you. Um, so yeah. well done. Um, I'm going to end the podcast the way I end every episode of You Can Do It With Free Pruitt, which is by singing the very end of End of the Road by Boys to Men. And you're yeah. welcome to join in if you'd like to. Yep. And now we've come to the, to end, the end of, the, of road. the road. And I and can't, I can't let, let go. go. It's so it's natural. So natural. You, belong you belong to me. To me. I, belong I belong to you. To you. Great job. Woohoo! Woo!